0: I see suck. Wow. Um, every
1: The week in 4G radio. This is episode 691 for March 14th, 2022. And on the show this week, we have Anthony.
2: Yeah.
1: We got the Wombat too. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been a
3: Kirby impression.
1: I was going to say, that might have been really good had it not cut.
2: (laughs) Oh. There well, we that go. was
0: even worse that time. Yeah, okay. we well, I think the that Discord cut off <clears throat> that high pitch sound for a good reason.
1: <laughs> Discord's like, "You, you ain't getting in there." Oh boy. Well, it was a week in video games, and we're going to talk about video games. I suppose. Suppose. Um. Anthony, do you want to? Do you want to kick us off?
0: Yeah, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, but that's what I thought you were going to say you
1: were to... also still naked.
0: And I was like, "What?" Uh, okay, well <laughs> how,
1: w- Why? <laughs> you made me think about what it. weird? So now, fucking,
0: no, I didn't. <laughs> you told me you like, messaged me I, from
1: the shower, so I was like Yeah,
0: outside a... of the shower before I started. I wasn't oh, like Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I thought yeah, you, let me you were like literally in. like
1: leaning out of the shower like no. texting. You
0: weirdo, fucking picturing me naked. That's such a weird thing. I you made this weird. Shh, I want you to know that. Video games? We saved that shit for private. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> no.
3: it's no less weird than any of the other 690 episodes.
0: That's true. It, you're yeah. not wrong. Okay, um... Other than Assassin's Creed, uh, because everybody's tired of hearing that. I'm tired of talking about it. Um... I started a game for a review called Young Souls which is out apparently like Young Souls. Like I had like a day. Yeah, a terrible name. Uh a terrible name because obviously souls uh, um carries a weight with it now. And this game isn't anything to do with like difficulty or any of that stuff. I'm not Shitting on it, I'm just saying. Like, it's a very odd choice to call your game Young Souls, because immediately that is going to imply something that it's not. Uh, what Young Souls is is a. I've heard them called as belt brawlers. Um, it's a beat 'em up where there is some RPG elements. I was expecting a River City Ransom game. All right, I think that's the best I can explain it. And it's... sort of there. Um, it, it's a decent beat-em-up. Um, I wouldn't say anything right now kind of stands out other than the animation. Uh, at first I was like, oh, so it's, you know, a... CG... You know, in that 2D art style that a lot of like modern cartoons are done with, uh, style game. Um, but then they animate these sequences, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so well done. Uh, everything animates really well. The audio is good. There's no voice acting, which I think takes away from the game a bit because there's a lot of dialogue and there's a lot of character, um, in that dialogue and, I think voice acting would have just pushed it over into being like really great. Obviously, if they had good voice actors, but I I, I don't think that would have been an issue. Um, um, because the dialogue's so well written, I feel like you would know immediately if you had a bad voice actor that you had to replace. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, I it's a weird thing to say. Like the, all the RPG elements don't really feel necessary so far. I'm still early on, maybe this becomes a bigger issue later, but like, I don't see the point of having a strength value that I go to the gym to upgrade. Just have my character be a a basic strength all along and have my skill carry me. And the reason why I say that is because it's the game is broken up into, like, this is a brawler segment. Now this is the segment where you can wander around town. And, like, the River City games don't break that part up. Like, I'm walking down a street, and I can just enter a shop, and then walk back out, and then, you know, go back to fighting immediately. And I am, so I'm leveling up at a gym, playing a minigame, which was actually far more difficult than I thought um, for weightlifting. and. It won't be a while until I have to fight another character. So that's where I'm like, well, it, it's like you want to be an RPG brawler, but or a brawler with RPG elements or whatever, but they're so disconnected um, that I don't think it's great. Like, it's, it's a very good game. I don't think it's great yet, but that could change. Um, I, I am interested in the story. They do one of those false beginnings where you start at the end of the game and then it brings you back to what's brought you there.
1: Forty-eight hours earlier.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, and it's this these goblins in the underworld that are coming up to the surface. That sounds it's, like
1: a death metal band.
0: Goblins in the underworld. Uh, Goblin Goblin was a uh, uh, experimental rock band from Italy. Hey, you know,
1: we're halfway yeah. there.
0: Um, they did a bunch the of. <laughs> I'm done. There's really not much else to say about this game. It's it's very good. It's very well animated. But I'm like I'm missing the point where this turns into something where I go, yeah, you need to play this um, because I'm gonna recommend. And even though I didn't think it was the best out of the River City games, like I, I would say River City Girls is more entertaining and is well animated as well. Um, I would say play that before playing Young Souls right now, if only for the fact that Young Souls really just is missing something. Also, I'm going to say it now, when you don't have voice acting and I'm reading curse words, it feels forced. Like, because it's like, it takes me out of it because most of the dialogue doesn't have curse words and then there'll just be a random fuck thrown in and it's like, okay, but you're not having anyone voice this, so I have to read it in my head and I'm like, Well what if what if it that was wasn't going there?
1: What if what if the, the swear words were like the only word? You know how like in some games that don't have voice acting, they just make a noise
0: when they start their dialogue.
1: So uh, like when uh, the dialogue yeah. comes up for that one they're just like, Fuck
0: You know what? That would that actually be better like if they just made small noises of like, hmm to show their emotion and then they yeah if you drop fuck it would be like okay like there'd still be something but because i'm reading text it lacks emotion even though it shows me what the character's face looks like while they're saying it it's like it it, there is a disconnect so like so what you're saying is the
1: characters don't have a fuck face
0: i don't know (laughs) what what's with you today (laughs) ken but i'm gonna ask you to cut that shit out thanks (laughs) I'm done.
2: Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything
0: else to talk about. Anyways, that was I, kind of my last point. I
1: don't know if if you saw it floating around yesterday, but the, the, the picture know of the, the, fuck. the no, the picture of the 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 Wanda, the Scarlet Witch yes. figure with the face. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's like a uh, knockoff
0: Scarlet Witch figure.
1: Oh man, that face is just like oh my god.
0: <sighs> I'm gonna look it up. That was on Twitter, I'm assuming. Yeah, yes. I, I
1: saw it on Twitter. Oh my god. The
3: one. Just look up either Scarlet Witch or Wanda, you'll find it. Yeah, it was Also, like... I'm
0: gonna just say, right now, Twitter, stop fucking around with... Oh, um... the home thing? Oh, yeah, fuck off. Oh my oh, god. Oh, well, if you want it to always be, you need to sign up for Twitter Blue. That's not how you make people sign up. That's how you make people leave a platform. Also, I see the Scarlet Witch figure where she's got this weird
1: (laughs) face, man.
3: That's her Jim Halpert face.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is not a... I don't think this is a bootleg. This is, like, one of those higher-end ones, and it's like...
1: I thought it was a knockoff. I thought somebody confirmed that it was, like, one of those third-party companies
0: making the figure. It is. You know, it might be, but like she's not even called Scarlet
3: Witch; she's called like Miss Spooktacular or something. <laughs> it's that face.
0: That Miss, they're trying to do Miss Spooktacular. You're right. It is Lady Spooktacular. Lady Spooktacular. Holy yeah, cow. this is like the man. I love. That's that. what they're going for. They're going for that sequence in the show. Yeah. Um, they were hoping it would like become me.
1: a meme or something.
0: There's a um there's a guy I'm gonna say a guy, there's a group of people, I don't know how many people there are, but um they make um they're called Third Emissary. And um they make figures and I have to read them now. Um they do like short runs of like Nintendo ah, I meant figures that are de- clearly not Nintendo. Um like it's definitely not Samus in the fusion suit. It's Parasite Suit, the figure.
1: Parasite Suit, the figure. It's
0: not Captain Falcon. It's Sergeant Raptor, guys. Come on.
1: I saw one yesterday of Astrotrain that was TF-77 Thomas. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's Thomas. He's a Transformer called Thomas.
0: I love those names where they're like, you... You clearly are, like, avoiding copyright. It's the same with the costumes that you can buy, where there, it's, like, the knockoff costumes. Ugh. God, they I want those costumes. people to name characters all the time.
1: Absolutely. All right, uh, anything else besides... You? No, also, that's it. You know, you know, yeah. Okay. It's not... We're going to the wombat.
3: Yeah. Anytime anybody talks about Twitter making changes, it always reminds me of the... The action cookbook tweet about people giving feedback to Twitter <sighs> where it's like, oh, the, you're alienating all the people that use your product. Twitter, likes are now floorbs. Users, what? Twitter, timeline goes sideways. Like they always add goofy stuff that nobody asked for instead it, of all the stuff that people actually want.
1: You know, like an edit button? That'd be cool. Oh, they, yeah, go back they and added forth an edit, on the edit button. button. But you got I go paid back for and it. Forth on the edit button.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The only the only way I'm okay with an edit button is if there's a big flashing disclaimer that says the tweet was edited.
1: <laughs> Y'all can't fucking spell.
3: Yeah, I'm less worried about that and more worried about people purposely changing tweet tweets then... after somebody retweets it or likes it. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, You say something really nice and then it's like you change it to something
1: horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I like this yep. tweet. Oh, my yep. God. You huh. son of a bitch.
3: You son of a bitch. All right. Um,
1: oh, it's time.
3: <laughs> it's time. Well, so just quickly first, I'll say that uh, I also played uh, a little bit more uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, that game is so gorgeous. Like, it is unreal how good that game looks. It's perfect. Um, yeah. So um, I'm not – I'm super early. I – with WWE I obviously haven't had time to play it much, so I'm I'm just coming out of the title sequence really. because um, 'cause you've got all that stuff to do before the title sequence. But um yeah, game's really, really pretty. Um so I'm looking forward to putting some more time in that now. Especially now that um I believe I have all of my notes and everything gathered uh to finish my review for the other game that I played this week. Um which is WWE two K twenty
2: two.
3: Um so uh uh um,
0: 10, ten game of the year. It,
3: so right? let me well let me let me condition it by saying that it is leaps and bounds better than the last one. <laughs> of course, I gave the last one a three and a half out of ten. And said in my review that it was one of the worst major releases from a major publisher I've ever played in my life, both of which things I are things I still stand by. Um, this one is better for sure, uh, and in fact, there are some ways that um, I think it's even better than 19, uh, which was actually pretty good. Um, the so let me just we'll we'll go through it relatively quickly, and then if people want the the deep dirty they can get it from my review um the so gameplay is a lot different uh this time around um the so you've got your uh light strikes which are x on xbox or square uh on playstation i'll throughout this little conversation i'll just refer to xbox controls because that's what i played uh and you guys can map it in your own minds um so you've got your normal so x X are light strikes a are heavy strikes and B is a grapple uh, and then once you're grappling you can use x and a in combination with different directions to do different moves um, the one of the big new things this year is they have added a combo system uh, and so the combo system is actually pretty cool um, so basically every superstar uh has a set of, I'm going to say, maybe 10 different combos. Uh, And when I say combo, it's legit, just like a fighting game combo. So um, your character can either end the combo with a light strike, a heavy strike, or a grapple. Um, And so, for example, um, your uh, wrestler might have um, a combo that's two light strikes, two heavy strikes, and a grapple. Right, And so when you do that, there are unique moves and animations that are in that combo um, that you can't do unless you do the combo. So um, I'll just use – let me see here. Who do I want to use as an example? Uh, I'll use Rey Mysterio as an example. So there are certain sort of variations on the head scissor that um, Rey Mysterio can only use if you end a combo with it. Uh, for example. And so, um, the, so when they, when they work, um, they're actually pretty cool. Uh, and it, it does, I'll say, help the flow of the match a little bit. Um, you can reverse strikes, uh, with why, um, grapple reverses and mid combo reverses are different. So, um, the first strike, you can reverse with Y. But once you're in a combo, um, they have uh, breaker moves. Go ahead, Ken.
1: Combo breaker!
3: Thank you. Um, and uh, uh, those breakers are going to be based on you guessing what button your opponent hit next. So um,
1: It's exactly like Killer Instincts.
3: Yeah. So when you... So your opponent's using a combo that's X, X, A, A, B, let's say. Um, If they're on the A button press and you press A, you'll break out of the combo with a reversal. Um, The um, breaker system works okay. Um, I'll say that it's it's. Uh, the the reversal windows are larger in terms of timing this time around, especially right when the match starts. As the match goes on, your windows get a little smaller. Um But the um because you have to guess what button to hit and it's not just the same button every time, it is more difficult as a player to do a reversal in the middle of a combo or to reverse a grapple, uh, which is good. Uh unfortunately the computer still reverses way too much um that it's been a criticism of mine of this series going back god uh, probably to 2k 14 or 13 um the series is just way too reversal heavy um it it, it's to the point of ridiculousness um with the 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 stuff that gets reversed um so that's that's a a, still a criticism uh the, the computer still reverses way too much um Outside of that, you've got your normal, you got your you know body part damage system. You've got uh the the, the way health works is a little bit different. You've got a, a vitality bar, once that's depleted, um you'll start going into basically a permanent damage bar, which lowers how much you can recharge. Um, you've got your special meter, the special meter and the finisher meter are disconnected. So You've got your three-level special meter that, you know, first bar does like a special defensive action. Um, so it could be like rolling out of the ring when you've got a lot of damage or um, uh, something along those lines. Two bars does your payback move, which they introduced in the last game, um, which is like uh, you get to pick it before the match starts. But So if you're, a, if you're a bad guy, it could be a low blow, could be your payback move. Um, or, you know, hidden brass knuckles could be your payback move or, um, resilience, uh, where you can basically immediately kick out of a pin no matter what is happening, uh, or a submission. Um, and then three meters is your signature moves. And if you land the signature move, you automatically get a finisher banked, um, or you can build up the finisher meter separately. Um, and that's how you get your, Your finishers and stuff so that's how it sort of the gameplay sort of works um a couple things i'll say about the actual wrestling itself um it generally speaking i think plays better um it it feels i don't know that it is but it feels like it's easier to do some of the cooler stuff in the game Uh, a couple years ago they introduced a carry mechanic where you can basically just pick the other character up and not do a move yet, but there's different positions you can carry them in while you walk around. Um, and you can use that system to do some of the cooler stuff, like powerbomb people over the ropes or uh, through a ladder that's uh, bridged between the ring and the announce table. Um, and all that stuff feels a lot easier to set up this time around. Uh, you're not; It doesn't seem like you're fiddling or fumbling with controls to be able to do all that stuff, which is great. Um, the out so outside of all of that the way the game plays is much better but um this series still has all the same fucking problems that they've had for 10 years um which is frustrating because my expect my expectation um i mean the last game released in october of 19 yeah.
2: um
3: so with the extra time there were two expectations that I had. The first was that the roster, the characterization of the individual wrestlers on the roster, the commentary, um, the uh, storylines and stuff like that, I expected them to all be several years out of date um, or at least a year out of date, which in the WWE is a big, big difference. right? A lot of stuff changes in a year, and that is – mostly true um the roster is the worst roster that they've had in a long time but to be fair um the the actual wwe has their worst roster in a long time too so it's not that's not necessarily a 2k problem but there's i think 180 wrestlers uh on the roster and uh you know a a good deal of them uh are uh Legends, so I'd say probably a good forty of them are legends or alternative versions of other wrestlers. So that's one thing the game does is it doesn't it doesn't wrestlers don't have costumes. Um, they insert a completely different version of that character into your roster list. So for example, um, a wrestler Finn Balor has a, an alter ego uh, of the demon and that's a completely separate wrestler on the roster in this game and one that you have to unlock with virtual currency. Um, The Undertaker DLC that comes with the NWO for Life edition and deluxe editions of the game um, is, uh, what, four? Three or four different versions of the Undertaker, and all three of them are added to your roster as different wrestlers, Um, which is fine. Except when it comes to stuff like the Royal Rumble, where if you don't set all the participants in the Rumble manually, um, you end up with a situation where your Rumble has, you know, two different versions of Hulk Hogan uh, and three different versions of The Undertaker, uh, sometimes all in the ring at the same time. Right. Um, which th- there should have been, I think, a, a option, a quick option to eliminate duplicates uh, of wrestlers. But that's not there, uh, at least not that I could find. The only thing I can find is you can manually set all 30 participants in the Rumble, um, which is a good feature, but way too time-consuming for what I would want to do. Are you uh, telling
0: me that Hulk Hogan and Hollywood Hogan are the same person? Listen, I know it's
3: difficult for you to hear, (laughs) but yes. Um, (laughs) There are also three versions of Scott Hall and three versions – no, no, no. Just three versions of Scott Hall, I believe.
1: Did you see the um, news about Scott Hall?
3: I did, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um so good vibes up for Scott Hall, who unfortunately is on life support right now. Um, at least as of the most recent news that I read. So um uh, God damn
1: good now, vibes up for him. Three heart attacks.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Um I have a <laughs> I have a question. It, sure. The demon yep. is that the one that got isn't the guy gone from WWE? What's no, one you're of, thinking my, of The Fiend? The Fiend, that's what yeah, I was thinking of. You're that's right. That's Bray Wyatt. He is not Thank in you. here, but
3: it's a good point that you make um, and actually it leads well into the next thing I was going to bring up. There are 36 wrestlers on this roster that are either released or no under, no longer under contract to WWE. Um, so there are some folks that have made their way to AEW that are not on this roster. So uh, Malachi Black is one who's not on the roster. Bray Wyatt uh, is not on the roster. But a lot of the more recent folks um, are still in the game. So Keith Lee uh, is in the game. Ember um, uh, Moon, who's no longer under WWE contract, is in the game. Uh, there's There's a lot. Of folks that just don't work there anymore and uh, folks that are intertwined into the story mode of the game into my rise which is sort of the career mode of the game uh, in the universe mode of the game in um, video clips and stuff that play throughout the game Uh, there are like I said 36 wrestlers um, that are no longer with the WWE and again I can't blame 2k for that um, because the WWE is just Release happy they've released more than two hundred wrestlers in the last two years, um, so it was it, it was in invi- um, inevitable that the roster was going to be out of date, and it definitely is. Um, the challenge is in that two years, they haven't fixed any of the physics issues, any of the glitches that continue to happen um, and not infrequently right um it's it's not as if you know the there's it's you've got to search or try to replicate um that stuff i've come across a lot just playing the game i just posted another one on twitter this afternoon um where i was in a, a money in the bank ladder match last night um which for people who don't know it's an a eight-person ladder match. There's a briefcase hanging uh, from the top. And in that ladder match, um, two of the, the real issues that are legacy issues for the series stand out. The first is the physics issues in that Umberto Carrillo climbs the ladder with somebody else. Um, the ladder gets knocked out from under him, and he is just standing in midair. And then takes two steps up an invisible ladder that doesn't exist. And stands on the top of an invisible ladder that doesn't exist until another ladder gently clips his foot and he falls out of the sky.
0: So um, it sounds like you're not really a wrestling fan because I this is the shit that happens all the time. Clearly.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, um, it, you know Brock. Brock Lesnar knows how to levitate, um, as is evident. I wouldn't in that clip put that I it, posted I the other day.
0: I wouldn't put it past him.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that that kind of stuff still happens way too frequently, um especially way too frequently for a game that they've had this long to work on, um and a game that is as tenured as this one is, right i mean this this engine has a lot of games on it, and um it it shouldn't have this kind of issue at this point um. So, yeah, that's a that's a major issue. Um and that's sort of it's it's one of the funnier problems with the game, right? And so it gets a lot of it gets a lot of play. Um the the game is better. That's the problem. Is the game is better than um what the game is better than it has been, but all of those glitches and physics issues and stuff really uh bring it down from where it should be um which is disappointing because you'd think that would be one of the things that they work on getting right because um it's been a problem for a long time um that being said the other issue that the multi man or that the the ladder match brings out is that multi man matches against the computer are still an absolute disaster um the just a a real slog um anytime in the career mode you come up again uh, in the career mode which is called my rise or um any of the single player modes when you come across a multi man match um it's just you you might as well expect to just beat your head against the wall for 10 minutes or 15 minutes because um with a tag match you can at least you know make sure before you go for a pin that you knock the opponent's tag partner off the um off the apron, and then that puts them out of the match for a while. But in a you know an eight person match where everybody's in the ring at the same time, um, it is just it's an exercise in frustration to try to actually win the match uh, because you're constantly either getting your pin broken up or getting knocked off the ladder whenever you try to go up it. Um, AI in the Royal Rumble is terrible. Um, it I. Did a, royal, a 30-man Royal Rumble the other night, and um, I, my character uh, came in at number 27. Uh, there was a period of time so that the screen will only hold eight wrestlers at once, and the Rumble is obviously a 30-man um, event. So the way the game handles that is early on, until there are eight wrestlers in the ring, it's got um, quicker intervals that it sends new people down. But then once eight people are in the ring, obviously the ring won't hold any – or they can't show anybody else on the screen, so it stops the counter basically. Nobody new comes in. Um, And we had a spot in the middle of that rumble where literally um, I think we were on participant nine, so one person had been eliminated, and we sat on that for 15 minutes um, (laughs) because none of the – AI-controlled wrestlers went for eliminations. Um, The way the Rumble works, you have to throw somebody over the rope. None of them tried that. So despite the fact that nearly everyone in the ring was at low or very low health, um, no one attempted to throw anybody out of the ring, so you just sat waiting um, for, like I said, literally 15 minutes um, for someone to get eliminated so that a new person could come in. Um, that rumble took 45 minutes for me to to finish um, because of of situations like that, and that's obviously a, um, an issue. It's I'll say the AI in one on one matches and tag matches isn't nearly as bad, but once you get over um, when you have four people all in the ring at the same time and it's not tag rules or more, um, it's incredibly frustrating. Um, the other thing that's frustrating is the game allows for mixed tags, um, where you can have a, a male and female wrestler on the same team against another male and female wrestler.
2: Uh,
3: the rules for mixed tags in WWE are that when the female wrestler is in the ring, the other female wrestler has to come in the ring and vice versa. Um, so that the male wrestlers can't interact with the female wrestlers Generally. So, as you can imagine, that really blows things up in the tag matches because, as I just mentioned, one of the strategies to being able to successfully complete a tag match is to make sure that your opponent's tag partner is incapacitated when you pin your opponent. And you can't do that directly in a mixed tag match. Um, So, what ends up happening is you end up having to get lucky with a computer control with your computer controlled partner, basically doing something that knocks out the other computer controlled partner long enough for you to get a pin. Um, it's, it's very difficult to manage it directly in that circumstance. So, um, it, it really, it, it's frustrating because every one of the single player modes also incorporates multi-man matches, um, and so you can't avoid it. It's not like you can just say, well, I just won't ever play matches like that. Um every one of the single player modes, including my rise, uh includes multi-man matches. So you can't you can't get away from it. Um outside of that, the modes are what you would expect. Um there's what they call my faction, which is the card collection mode. Um it's you know, a card collection mode. It's exactly what you would expect out of a two K card collection Microtransactions.
0: mode. transaction.
3: Yes. Yeah definitely microtransactions. Uh
0: also 2K uh, and, 2K's calling in. Uh they told you to uh get good at the game. Yeah, well,
3: I'm sure that will be some of the feedback that I get, but um the reality is the uh it's just not it's not it's not fun at all. Um and it so let me just quickly I'll come back to my main point here, but quickly on modes, you've got the card collection, my faction mode, You've got my rise, which is the career mode, which is okay. Um, the voice acting's a little bit suspect. You start out in the performance center with Shawn Michaels and uh, uh, Road Dog as your trainers. Um, it's okay. A lot of it plays out over social media. Um, you've got you know challenges that'll happen or little storylines that'll happen. Um, universe mode. They did have add something really cool to universe mode. So for people who haven't played the games before, universe mode is basically a uh, um, has been basically a sandbox where it's a persistent universe. So um, the game will schedule shows and matches, and you can make adjustments to it uh, as you want. You can pick winners and stuff like that. Um, but then uh, it, it'll like build rivalries almost organically, depending on how many times people have wrestled and what kind of matches they've wrestled in. Um, uh, but they added a new wrinkle to that this year where you can actually, it's called superstar mode where you just pick one superstar to follow through the universe. And so it's, it's more like, um, Road to the Show and MLB's Show. Um, you don't get to, to book, quote unquote, uh, if you do the superstar mode. You're just basically on a ride. Um, and your, your wrestler will get scheduled for different things. There is a, um, Thing that pops up every four weeks or so that lets you like request if you want a title match and stuff like that. But um that's actually pretty fun. Um I, I enjoyed my time with the superstar version of the universe mode. The regular universe mode isn't just isn't really something that appeals to me. I, I respect what it does, um, but it's just not a mode that I, I like to spend a lot of time in. There's my GM which is people have been asking for a GM mode in these games for a long time. Um, you basically – you pick a general manager, you pick a brand, and it's your job to beat another general manager and their brand um, at, in the ratings every week. And so you have a budget, and you have different things you can book on the show within your budget. You have to draft wrestlers to your show and – Make the right choices with a limited um, as
0: Vince fires them, <laughs> yeah right
3: yeah um but um yeah, and there is a, an actually a note in the tutorial that tells you if you're running short on money, you can release wrestlers to get some of their contract money back, which I thought was <laughs> funny uh, but um, the uh, uh, it, but that that mode would I think be better um, but it's it's limited so you can do. From 15 weeks up to 50 weeks, and I can't remember the, the delineations between um, – there's there's some options in between that. I can't remember exactly what they are, but the shortest version you can do is 15 weeks, and the longest you can do is 50. Um, and it, it's, it's fun if you like, you know, like EWR or booking simulators like that where you can sort of draft people, build a show around it, and try to get the best ratings that you can. There's some limitations to it um you can only have one champion on each brand with, or sorry one male and one female champion on each brand which is absurd considering the number of championships in uh uh WWE now um the another frustrating thing is the um the mode is heavily built around uh, match ratings so when you when you book a match between two wrestlers it looks at what type of wrestler they are um, and whether they're a, a baby face or a heel, a good guy or a bad guy, and um, gives a star rating based on how it expects the match played out. You can jump in and play matches yourself, uh, and in every other mode in the game, the game will show you what the star rating of your match is as the match is playing out. But in the one mode where the star rating actually makes a difference, they don't show you the star rating as the match is playing out. Um and I don't know if maybe they just don't want you to cheat against the computer by playing every single match. Um, but if you're that afraid of that, then put something in to mitigate it. Don't take away a feature that um, is pretty important, like being able to see what the star rating of the match is as you're playing it out. So with all that said, Creation Suite, by the way, is awesome. It's as deep as you would expect it to be. But the load times on the creation suite are god-awful. Even on uh, Series X, it takes forever to load. Um, Between, not just like after you're finished with something, as you're moving through the menus and as you're selecting different pieces to to put on your creator wrestler, it takes a while. Uh, So that's a bit frustrating. Also, any mode that involves created wrestlers, the load times get bogged down pretty quick. Um, you go from maybe five to 10 seconds to get into a match to 20 to 25 seconds, uh, to get into a match, which doesn't sound like a long time, but it is a long time when you're sitting there waiting on it. Um, so all that said, the primary issue I have with the game still is that it doesn't look like professional wrestling. Like when you watch either the AI, Or when you play a match with another player, the thing that this series has always struggled with is that it never looks like an actual professional wrestling match. Um, And that's because the game's built like a fighting game. Um, And all the modes are built like fighting game modes, where the objective every time is win the match, right? Um, And that's just not what professional wrestling is. So. You know, I I much prefer um, Fire Pro Wrestling because Fire Pro Wrestling understands what Pro Wrestling is. And there are actually controls in Fire Pro Wrestling that you can use to allow your opponent to complete moves on you because that's what professional wrestling is. And so it's much more about putting a believable match together than actually winning the match. And... WWE 2K is just not like that. It's a game for main, mainstream professional wrestling fans, uh casual, I'll say professional wrestling fans, and it's built to be kind of an arcade fighting game, which is fine. Um but it just it um it kind of strips out I think a layer of believability um when every match is just a you know, a race to see who can beat the other person up faster. Um And I, you know, that's more of a stylistic choice than anything, um, doesn't have anything to do with sort of their, their budget or their ability or anything like that. It's just, that's the style of game that they want to make. Um, but it's just, it's not my favorite, um, because of that. So, um, and that also bleeds into some other things, you know, the career mode is presented completely in kayfabe, meaning it's completely as if professional wrestling was real, um, the, uh, there's a really cool, oh, I should have mentioned that already. Sorry, this is the last point I'll make, because I've been talking for a while. Um, the showcase mode this year is really cool. Uh, and it's, uh, it's all centered around Rey Mysterio. And so it, um, uh, starts with him, uh, in a pretty famous match with the, with Eddie Guerrero from WCW at Halloween Havoc. Um, and the presentation on it is exceptionally cool, because in the past, the game would give you objectives to to meet in these showcase modes. And then the game once you met the objectives or once you met like one part of an objective, it would be the game would basically take over for a minute and you would see the the uh, AI control the wrestlers to make it look like what actually happened in the match. In this one, they, um, that still happens. So one of your objectives might be, okay, Irish whip Eddie Guerrero in the ring. And when you grab him and Irish whip him, the AI takes over and it starts with the, you know, the actual rendered professional wrestlers starting to do the move and then seamlessly transitions into the actual live action video from the event. So you'll see, you know, Eddie Guerrero get you know, thrown into the ropes, for example, and it the game just seamlessly moves right into the actual footage from the match. You watch the actual footage from the match for thirty or forty seconds while Rey Mysterio talks over top of it. And then a move will happen and it'll seamlessly move you right back into gameplay. And it is a really cool way to do one of these showcase modes. Um the only problem I have with it, and again this is a stylistic choice more than anything else is all the commentary for Ray Mysterio is done as if professional wrestling is real. And it's a little bit frustrating because WWE doesn't even present itself that way in the documentary uh, documentaries that they put together. And so you have what is essentially a documentary of Ray Mysterio walking through important matches in his career and instead of getting insight on how the match was put together or what was going through his mind uh in real life while the match was playing out, you get this completely unbelievable uh presentation as if the match was real. And if, you know, he was genuinely felt like he was fighting against Eddie Guerrero. Um, and it's, you know, I understand, I guess, why they do that, because there's kids out there that don't know professional wrestling isn't real. But man, oh man, um, it certainly makes the mode less cool than it could be. Um, one of the one of the things that WWE has done successfully over the years is put together outstanding documentaries and match commentaries and stuff. Uh, and for them to have this opportunity and tie it up in making Rey Mysterio of all people sit here and talk about um, the match as if it was a, a real fight um, is just it comes across a little disingenuous and makes the mode have less impact than it should. But from a visual presentation wise, it is phenomenal how they've managed to to seamlessly weave in the uh, live action footage. So all in all, um, the game is much, much, much better than last year. Not last year. Sorry, 2K20. Um, it is, I will say, in some ways better than 2K19, in some ways about the same, and in some ways a little bit worse. Um, but we are now four years out from 2K19, right? So um, I can't in good conscience give this game the same review that I would have given two, 2K19, knowing that we're four years later and still have the same problems. Um, but it will definitely, definitely get a much higher score from me than uh, 2K20, so, uh, <laughs> because they they definitely improved on that game. But again, that's not saying much. And that was the WWE 2K22 <laughs> Review since I've been talking for forever, um, and uh, some people may have tuned out.
1: Will this, well, this would be one of those? Like, you put some timestamps in here if you don't if not interested in wrestling. Although I, I am, I'm always interested to see how these teams turn
0: out every year. You uh know, I like a dumpster fire. God damn it! Yeah, I mean,
3: Ken, from from your perspective, if you wanted something where you could you and your son could just sit down and goof around and play with the Ultimate Warrior, you know and run some matches and have some fun. I I will say the most fun I had with this game was playing uh, one-on-one against my son uh, and just doing fun stuff and goofy stuff and throwing each other off high things. The game is really great for that. It really is. It's all the single-player content that starts to to sort of let it down. Um, And then the glitches and stuff obviously take on a different tone when you're playing against another person in the same room and you can both laugh at it together versus when... You're trying to finish an objective with a, an AI-controlled opponent, and the game's fighting against you.
1: My son's only question to this game will be: Does it have John Cena? It does. He loves. To, he doesn't even watch wrestling,
3: <laughs> but he loves John. But Cena. he loves
1: John Cena. I don't. I don't.
3: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It. Def, it definitely does have John Cena.
1: Okay. Well, then he he would be set.
3: So um, yeah, that. But that's uh, that's it. I'll say. Um, The version that I played was the NWO for Life version, um, which comes with uh, three, four additional characters um, in the NWO for Life pack, and then some designs and some arenas. It also comes with the Undertaker DLC that I already mentioned, Um, comes with a new uh, or an an additional version of Rey Mysterio from Starcade 1996, and um, comes with both a um uh thing that unlocks all of the legends and unlockable content in the game um and uh comes with um a an accelerator for your uh my rise career mode character. I'll say I didn't use the accelerator for my my rise because I wanted to get a sense for how progression worked. It's pretty slow uh and it, it it's it reminds me of the other 2K games in terms of how quickly you can unlock currency compared to how much stuff there is to unlock. Um, it's built to sell you virtual currency or sell you this accelerator for sure. Um, it's not quite as egregious as a couple years ago. Um, but Or it, qu- quite honestly, it's not quite as egregious as the NBA games. Um, but it, it is definitely... Um, calibrated to try to convince you to buy microtransaction virtual currency or their accelerators.
2: Fun
0: times.
3: And and now I'm done for real.
0: Okay. Speaking of microtransactions, Ken. What's that? I said, speaking of microtransactions, Ken. Michael transactions
1: is what I call them. I'll I'll get to that game in a minute. I got a lot of stuff to go through. Um, So I'm going to try to go through fast I'll I'll hammer out the Indies first We got Splash Cars Which is essentially Splatoon um, But you're just driving a car Basically the car just constantly goes And it paints whatever it passes And you're given like this little Diorama level to play in The objective is to paint as much as you can Before the time limit is up Uh, There's also like obstacles like cop cars and stuff It's not bad I actually had fun with it uh, But I probably will never play it again uh, Dungeon Color is a game where you look like uh, Cas- a mixture like Casper the Friendly Ghost and the Michelin Man had a baby, and you are basically lighting yourself on fire to uh, change colors, uh, colored doors. Like you, you light up the the orange one to unlock the orange doors, but then you got to figure out how to get to the end of the of the room. It's fine. Uh, Retro Pixel Racers. Uh, I booted it up and none of the buttons worked. so I couldn't play it. I even booted it twice, reset my system The game just would not let me start a game So, uh, Cosmos Bit Is what you get if Radalika Published uh, a Metroid game That Was very low Low poly budget Like This game feels a lot like Metroid But just not Just not there uh, Will You Snail Is a game where you're a snail and you try to escape from this room, and there's this big narrator yelling at you the entire time uh It's kind of trippy. You can put on a top hat on your snail, and that's kind of rad uh, hundred bullets is a game where this is an interesting game. this reminds me of something similar to like a geometry wars where you're just constantly p- trying to accomplish a twitch. so the premise is, is you're this little ship you're in this circle. <laughs> You have to move and every time you move You shoot a bullet But the goal is is that you have to Empty the entire hundred bullets Without stopping moving and you cannot hit The bullets because the bullets will bounce around the level And like ricochet off Things so the objective is Is that you just move and shoot And avoid the bullets that you're shooting Which I thought was pretty cool uh, The Last Cube uh, is a Is actually a Really cool game where you're it's, it's a puzzle game where you're a cube moving on a, a, a grid And the objective is to figure out how to move the cube in a specific way In order to hit um, certain targets uh, But it's actually really cool um, I got a sneeze brewing and it's killing me on the inside Because I'm like, I don't know if it's going <laughs> to hit, what's going to happen uh, Return to Runaway is a 2D side-scrolling uh, survival horror game You've seen a lot of those uh style games. Um uh, this one's pretty much the same kind of same kind of jam. Aztec Forgotten Gods is a third person uh, action adventure game made by Lienzo, who are the guys that also did um what was the cat Metroidvania? They did that and they also did um oh another game. They've done like three different games and they've all been good. This is my Gato lead- Roboto. Is that the No no no, not Gato Roboto. Oh. I, I totally that's Devolver. Um but, God, what was... It was a cat Metroidvania. It kind of looked like a cartoon. I don't know. If you look up Lienzo, you'll see the games that they've made. I think they've made, like, three different games. They're this uh, South American development team. Um, Aztec Forgotten Gods is probably my least favorite of their games. It, it just... It's got a cool premise. It's got a cool story. I like the concept. But, like, when you play it, it just doesn't feel tight. It feels real loose. And, I don't know, I just... It, it didn't feel good to play. Um one of the weirdest games I played this week, and if you if you Google this, Anthony, I'm sure you will enjoy this this uh box art, which is is very interesting. This game is called Radioactive Dwarfs Evil from the Sewers. And this is a reminds me of like an old Amiga game or Atari twenty six hundred game where it's like a top like a top down view And you're this woman going through the sewers And there's these dwarves that pop up And you gotta shoot them It's real simple, it's real basic But it's got like this I don't know, like 1920's kind of vibe Art style to it that that I kind of dig
0: Yeah, very weird
1: Yeah, like I actually enjoy this game
0: I'm impressed by the art Yeah, it reminds me of those old Like early DOS games
1: Yeah, exactly
0: Yeah Uh, Like what's uh, Chip's Challenge type of thing it reminded yeah. me a lot of Dusk 82, which comes with Dusk, the the, right. the yeah. recent one. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's very much in that vein. Hmm. And what's it called one more time? Radioactive Dwarfs Evil from the Sewers.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: say that three times fast. Um, Frightened. So this is a weird game. This is one of those first-person horror um, kind of um, adventure games. But in this game you're the maintenance man for an apartment building and you have to go and do the maintenance on these rooms, but it's there's gonna be like horror shit going on. It's kind of a weird mix up, but interesting. Uh and then RPD reminds, con- me,
3: reminds me in context of that game on Steam where you clean up after first person shooters.
1: Oh Has yeah. Seen that? yeah, I've seen that. That that's a cool idea. Yeah, uh, And then the last indie game I'll talk about Is RPG Time The Legend of Wright. Um This game Is really interesting I didn't get as much time to play this as I wanted to Because the code came in later um, But imagine a, a kid Who is obsessed with RPGs So he draws out this D&D Campaign in his notebook And that's kind of what you're doing Like if you look at the art style It's literally his notebook and when he does the voices of like the dragon and the princess It's a picture of him with like a headband on of the character's face And like he's narrating you through um the adventure It's like in black and white sometimes It looks like it was sketched in a notebook Um it, It's really cool Um but I haven't got as much time to play that As I did some of the other stuff I, I got it late on Saturday And I was busy setting up some other stuff So I'm probably going to go back and play that uh, the last, So I'll, I'll hop over to the Switch real quick Just kind I've got a couple uh, Well I've got one really big game To talk about um, But I want to get through some of this other stuff So I I bought Chex Quest HD Because I, I was excited That it was finally on a console um, It only came to Switch It's $5 don't buy it. Um, we all know the Switch is not a machine that is capable of handling shit. But you think it could handle, you know, a DOS game from from a long time ago? This game runs like sub thirty frames per second. It's really not well optimized. Um. So it's just, I don't know. Um, and I I booted up F Zero. Uh, for the, the Nintendo 64 Switch Online expansion. F-Zero still rules on the Nintendo 64. F-Zero just rules, period, and they should bring that series back.
2: Yes. Alright.
1: I spent a lot of my time this week playing Elden Ring. <laughs>
0: um, you disgust me. I
1: took out the first... Who el- the fuck are you? I took out the first Elden Lord. I took out Margit. It was only my second try. Of course, I had played the game for eight hours before I fought him. Um, which most people tried to like go straight there and fight him. I-, I did a whole lot of shit before I went and fought him. The first time I fought him, I died. I went in by myself and just used my... <clears throat> my newest ash, which was the Rottweiler, like it's a dog that, that uh attacks and it leaves like rot behind to uh overtime damage. I got beat in that match, so I went back in and I summoned um uh, an AI and then I used my lone wolf or my wolves, my three wolves, and just kinda kept at bay attacking him with my magic and I took him down. Um and that's the first time that I discovered the the part of that game where Once you defeat a boss then there's like this little Castle area that you have to go through And it straight up turns into Fucking Dark Souls then Like you can't ride your horse, it's not open world It's linear Um, and I got frustrated with that And left, and and that's the nice thing about This game is that I could just walk away From that section So now I'm in another area of the map Dicking around Trying to farm some souls because I'm. Or sorry, runes Apologies to the soul's faithful. Um I'm trying to to farm some runes so I can level up. I'm only like a level 32, I think. So you know I got to get up there so I can so I can one-shot bosses like all the cool kids on on YouTube. I want to do that someday. Use my super spells. But anyway, no, I've played this game a hell of a lot and I can't even fathom that I that I would be the one playing the the souls game this year like that's weird <laughs> to me all right uh there's an embargo dropping monday morning of another game that i've been playing i have been playing ghostwire tokyo um Did you, you talk know? about jacobo Oh shit, no, let's go back to Chocobo. I forgot yeah, about Chocobo. The reason
0: why I was like I was like speaking of microtransactions. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. let's talk about Chocobo first. Chicobo GP. Um, so Drew is reviewing it and he messaged us and it was right around the time I picked it up. Um, first off, might be one of the best uh title screen songs. It's it's like up there with like some Sonic shit. It's like really good. The gameplay's really good. Like it, it feels good. It's fun. But holy shit! What is going on with this game? This game is a mess of microtransactions and like, oh man! Like, if you want this character, you got to participate in this event, and you got to do these things, and you got to—I think Drew was saying something like he'd have to grind for like forty races to unlock one character, or
0: wow, yeah,
1: you can just buy it.
3: You yeah, it sounds like a mobile game.
1: Exactly, but this game is forty dollars.
3: Yeah, I thought
0: it's fifty.
1: No, it's forty here. It's probably fifty in Canada, but yeah, it's forty bucks here, and it's just littered with Mike. And you you go back to it and you think about this, and you go, Chocobo GP launches this week. Forty bucks. Got all this microtransaction crap. Um, and then, oh, by the way, Mario Kart Eight. You know, it's going to get forty-eight new tracks for twenty-five dollars." And it's just like, Chocobo GP is not even nearly as good as Mario Kart Eight. Like it's good, but it ain't that good.
0: Uh, um, oh my. Okay, all right. So, give me a second here. I am looking at the U.S. store. I'm pretty sure it's forty 30, bucks, 30, right? Fifty bucks. Forty nine ninety nine. God, why did I think it was
1: forty bucks?
0: I don't know. There's a free version called Chocobo GP Lite... Which, by the and way, the that's next... what it's
1: called when when you buy it. But like, it, it supposedly contains extra stuff if you pay for it. Yeah, you're right. It is fifty. But why did I think it was forty?
0: I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have very good race. So it's a kart racing develop. It's developed by Rika, which is weird. Um, see, when they first announced this, I thought it was a remake of the PlayStation One game, but it's more like a a new style game. So I don't know, I ain't I ain't down with this. Like I was really disappointed in this forty dollar game that is already like shoving all of these microtransactions into my face. It's a shame. Uh, it's it is a shame because uh, I played shame. it and I was like, this plays really good. Like the music is good, the character selections good. You know, there's a bunch of tracks in here. Like this is fun. But like all of this stuff surrounding it It just feels gross So I was super disappointed Oh one other thing I played before uh, I switch over to Ghostwire I um, Downloaded that Stranger of Paradise demo That will transfer save data Over to the final game I am 100% down with this game And I chuckled When uh, I booted it up because it says, you know, what difficulty do you? Because this, if you don't know what this is, this is a first game. Uh, takes place during like Final Fantasy One, and it, but it's like a action game, but it's like a souls game. So it is that you die, you lose this stuff. Um, but there's options for difficulty, and then there's even an option for what they call a casual mode. So even if you put it on easy difficulty, you can turn on the casual mode. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what they did? You want to guess?
3: You get more health, and the enemies get less.
1: No, you don't lose oh. your your XP when you die. Oh, so like if you had runes in or souls and dark souls, like when you die, you just don't lose them. Interesting. You know that mechanic that would ruin the souls games, right?
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: if it was an option. <laughs> um. Hey, I I'm having a ball with Elden Ring, but I'm still the pro. Like. Allow me to have the... Did you see the UI discourse that happened this week? Because the Ubisoft people were, like, mad about the UI in Elden Ring.
2: No,
3: I did not.
1: Yeah, like, there was three developers, uh, one from Battlefield, one from Ubisoft, and I forget who the third one was, like, pissed because Elden Ring did so well and, like, the UI is almost non-existent. Like, there's not shit on the map showing you where it is kind of thing. And I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, I'm still all for let people turn that on or turn it off. You know, like, I'm pro options. I'm pro easy mode. I'm pro accessibility. Uh, even though I am still enjoying Elden Ring, I just thought it was funny. Because Stranger Paradise lets you do all of that stuff. Like, it lets you play on the hard mode. It lets you, you know, be punished for being killed. But you can also play it the other way. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. That game is dumb as shit, and I kind of love it.
3: Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard about the, like, um, animations for, like, when you kill something (laughs) uh, being pretty crazy and over the top.
1: Oh, absolutely, 100%. Like, you stomp on something and it just turns into, like, a thousand red crystal shards and, like, the dialogue of your main character is just, it's so, it's like 90s cringe, dude. It's so stupid, and it, you almost wonder if if it's on purpose.
0: I I have to assume it's on purpose. You'd
1: have to think so because it's. I don't know if you've seen the thing going around about how the three characters meet. It's literally twenty seconds of them bumping into each other, and they're all like, "Hey, we all got the same crystal." They bump fists and say, "We're going to go kill chaos." That's how they meet.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's awesome. like it's all of like a ten second conversation. It's hilarious. But I'm having a ball with this game Like seeing enemies From Final Fantasy games And like an action game And it plays really well Man I like this game I can't wait to play it I I played through the demo I've got my save file I'm going to play it when it comes out I think it's out next week Or maybe this week I don't remember Um But I did play through that demo, and I'm super stoked to play that game when it comes out. All right, now, sorry for the tease. It's Ghostwire Tokyo. Do you want to know anything before I jump into it? Like, I feel like this game, before I played it, I knew it was coming. I kind of knew what it was, but at the same time, I kind of really didn't know what it was.
3: Yeah, I, I know very little about it, so... Okay. good to just listen to what your impressions are.
1: So... It's Tango Jam, so you kind of know what to expect Um, but this is very much a You know, since Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring Are now what the purists call truly open world games Um, Ghostwire Tokyo is more of a checklist Um, map game So, the game is a first person, um I'd say action slash adventure. There's a little bit of platforming, there's a little bit of adventure, uh, and there's a little bit of combat, but it's definitely not fully focused on combat. Um, I'm only allowed to talk about the first two chapters, which is fine because that's about I'm just a little past chapter two. Um, but the combat is is basically you get uh, different elemental attacks. So the first one you get is wind. Then you get water, or sorry, you get fire. Second, then you get water. And the combat is is not really, like, twitchy, like Doom. It's more like, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. There's a button that you can press to kind of lock on to the enemy, because it's not necessarily about your aiming as much as it is is about knowing which element to use and kind of how to play out the battle. Um, You also do have a parry. So, like, if an enemy gets close to you and tries to do a melee attack, you can press the L1 button kind of parry their attack and eventually you can upgrade uh to allow that to give you like XP when you do it or or refill like your ammo because ammo is only earned by killing enemies or destroying like these premonitions around the world um once you uh, get an enemy down so far you can hold L2 to kind of suck up their soul which gives you more XP and gives you a boost and again you can use the skill tree to upgrade how fast it goes and how much more stuff you get back from doing that ability. Um there's a lot going on. One of the things I love about this game is just how fucked up it is. Like it's very much a combination of like Japanese horror and and just kind of tango game works is like cerebral horror where you're walking down a hallway and the fucking room flips upside down or some shit just changes like Monochromatic or something Just to mess with you And like the enemy designs are exactly what you expect The dude without a face with an umbrella uh, The schoolgirls with no heads Running at you um, it's, it's just really kind of Trippy um, And there's also a ton of stuff That you will get Eventually you'll get this little paper doll That allows you to capture the soul So if you don't know the story Like it takes place in Tokyo And this event happens that basically wipes out 99% of the population some of them just disappear. Some of them turn into these souls. Um, and you're playing this character who his uh, his sister is in, like, this hospital. And the main bad guys grab her and take her to this, like, other world. And he's trying to chase her down. And in the process of that, he gets um, possessed by this other character called KK, who I'm assuming eventually you'll find out, you know, what he was before And then you get his paranormal abilities, and that's how you can throw, you know, the different elementals and stuff. Um, But that's kind of how they explain, like, you're walking around Tokyo without, you know, like, people just everywhere. Uh, And it it kind of works into that. Um, The thing I like is, like, it it is a checklist game. It is, you know, go go here, do this thing. But there's also these side missions that you can do, and, and they're marked on the map very plainly. And and they're just interesting. So I'll just give you an example of a couple of them. Um, I had this one where this little girl... And most of the time you're doing side missions for these spirits. So one of the spirits was this little girl. She's like, oh, my grandmother's uh, umbrella. You know, it means so much to me. You know, but now it's turned into a yokai. So I need you to go catch it. So basically you have to go into this big open field and, and hide behind somewhere until the umbrella appears. And holy shit, this is the greatest animation ever It's an umbrella with two legs That is skipping and whistling Like around the open area And basically you just have to crouch And sneak up behind it and and grab it Um, And then there was another mission Where I ran into this Tanuki And he said, my Tanuki brothers are hiding Around the world And you just have to find them Because you can see their tails hanging out of certain areas
0: Do they have the testicles?
1: The testicles, the Tanuki oh my testicles. God. Hold on, I'm confused.
0: um for... <clears throat> we're
3: right back to where we started this uh, whole podcast.
1: All about the balls.
0: Yep, Tanuki statues, big balls. Oh, the um,
1: thing. no, I don't. I don't think that's in there. Sorry.
0: Right, probably for the best.
1: Yeah, for sure. But no, it's just it's a lot of stuff like that. It's it, it is your kind of standard open world. But what makes it interesting is that it's like the the um, the, the theme of like the paranormal Tokyo stuff, and it's it's interesting so far. I, I'm gonna obviously play some more, um, but I like what I've played so far, and I think it's a very interesting game, and I will be interested to see where it goes. So, but no, that's that's a lot of what I've been playing. Uh, over the past couple weeks So let's talk about what's coming out this week Uh Monster Energy Supercross So this is Xbox Series X PlayStation 5 We got Monster Energy Supercross The official video game 5 so They've made 5 of these uh, <laughs> I I didn't even know there was 4 of them already Uh Dawn of the Monsters Which is that way forward game uh, Grand Theft Auto Online And Grand Theft Auto 5 For PS5 and Series X uh, Paradise Killer The Moose Man Uh, Hey guess what's finally coming out Tunic I don't
3: even know what that is
1: You don't remember Tunic It's that indie game from Xbox That everybody said was like Zelda But ended up when the demo came out It was more like Souls
3: I don't remember that at all But I believe you
1: Yep That's what it was uh, but it's finally out this week uh, Royal Frontier And finally Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. So I guess that is out this week uh, PS5 is all the same Stuff uh, As well as Anno Mutationum Whatever that is I don't know what that is Alright Playstation 4, Xbox One A lot of the same stuff Uh, But also Phantom Breaker Omnia. Uh, The Cruel King and the Great Hero. The Wonder. Frankenstein's Creation. Uh, Arcade Archives Rolling Thunder.
3: Oh man, Rolling Thunder is a great game.
1: Yeah, I might have to pick that one up. I don't do a lot of the Arcade Archives, but Rolling Thunder I might be down for. Uh, Curious Expedition 2. Highlands of Avalon, uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, Star Tenders, Kowloon High School Chronicle, uh, Royal Frontier, I already said that, and Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, let's see if Xbox has anything that's not on PlayStation, Uh, did I say Phantom Breaker Omnia, that's coming out as well, you did, yes, okay, yeah, that's the fighting game, that's coming out for everything, um, uh, the only other thing on Xbox that's not on PlayStation here is who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? What? That's the name of the game. Who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? Okay. All right. Nintendo Switch. Always the fun part. We got Drag Clash Pro
0: Hot Rod Racing. Hold on. Who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? And they- Eccentric FMV murder mystery with a twist Someone has poisoned Uncle Marcus Uncover the truth in the yearly family quiz And try to save him before it's too late
2: Okay
1: Uh, Disco Elysium The Final Cut Collector's Edition MacGuffin's Curse Uh, The Cruel King And The Great Hero Ooh, The most Switch game Wife Quest Oh god. <laughs> uh Adios, uh Rolling Thunder is also coming to the Switch. Uh Boxing Gym Story. Uh Dark Deity. Uh another booby game. Uh Gal Gun Double Piece. Um, well, excuse me, Lost Egg Two Be Together. My Lady Seyo Zatai Kunshu uh the ramp uh the wake Fin gun inukari chase of deception jumping bricks ball mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass sea battle minimal uh and also who pressed mute on uncle marcus so those are your games those are your games what the fuck is this okay Anno mutationum.
2: It actually
0: looks pretty good. Also, a real headline was Naughty Metroidvania Wife Quest launches on Switch in March.
1: Holy shit, Naughty Metroidvania Wife Quest. By the way, we have an email about Nintendo Switch and, and Booby Games um, later on, so we'll we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You ready to do some news? Let's do some news. Uh the the team at EA Motive has confirmed the Dead Space remake has been pushed back to twenty twenty three. So we will not be seeing that for a while. In the news I know you were all excited about. I know this was the biggest thing that you all heard this week. Overwatch two beta is finally real, it's coming at the end of April. How excited are is everybody on this show?
0: Drew's not here, so I'll say Drew has no interest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you, a fucking PR person now? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm not going to play the beta because it's on PC only, and I don't play on PC, but it feels good to finally have Overwatch news. It gives me confidence that that game may actually come out this millennium, but we'll see. Uh, Nintendo has announced they have delayed Advanced Wars One and Two due to the current uh, ongoing conflict in Ukraine. I don't Probably know how. The
0: best decision. Yeah, I guess I don't know how I feel about it. Like I respect it's an unnecessary their... choice, but I respect the yeah. decision to be like, yeah, time's not for more stuff. That's kind of where I am.
1: Like I didn't feel like they needed to do it, but I don't hate that they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights has a release date It's uh, scheduled for October 25th
0: so, I'm interested to no see have no real idea what the fuck that game is so. I'm interested
1: to see what it is and how it turns out um, I will definitely play it Uh, Forspoken Has been delayed until October so. Also by the way Kim to find out that is a two year Console exclusive Which is the dumbest fucking thing On the planet why why even make it a two year exclusive if it's if it's on a system only for two years, just fucking leave it there. In two years nobody's gonna give a shit about Forspoken. You know, no offense to Forspoken. Could be an amazing game. But who the fuck's gonna want to play it in two years? I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Yep. Uh God of War Uh, It's getting a TV series Uh, It's coming to Amazon and it's being headed by the same people That did The Expanse
0: I don't want this to be a thing
1: I don't think we need any of this stuff to be a thing I I
0: really just like Don't do this
1: There are too many video game projects in the works And I'm just like dude I've already played the game And I know exactly what you're going to do
0: Not even that I don't think it's going to be good
1: (laughs) I mean The Expanse is good
0: Maybe it'll still be good. Uh, yeah, but... but here's the here's the thing. Like Kratos has been voiced exclusively by black actors. And it's... like you are now going to try to get someone to be that character. But like are you changing his race? I mean he's technically he's Greek, so really like he he has a bit of color in his skin anyways. He's not like white white, but still, like now we're now we're playing into the how are you even going to get close to this? <clears throat> I don't like. Know. I, it, are you going to sound like what he sounds like, or is it, it like, like just don't do it? Don't don't do the thing. I mean, to don't, be
1: fair, he he, not, is, not he is pure white because he's covered in his ashes. Yeah, his well, I know family. he's covered
0: in ashes. You could have anybody as long as they gray him up enough, but it's just like uh, I, I just don't want that fight to happen. By the way, is yeah, that not because I don't of think the, it's going to be good?
1: Is that not one of the darkest fucking things about Kratos?
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%. he's just
1: fucking covered in his dead wife and son. By the way, spoiler for a game from fucking
0: isn't uh, his daughter?
1: I thought it was both. I thought he killed both. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah both. no, I thought you, you were about to say son.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, his That's wife and his mind. daughter. Yeah.
0: Yes, and I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like. Uh, I don't think those games n- needed to be games to tell the story, but I just don't think now that the story's been told in the games that you're going to do a good job. It's the same with uh, Last of Us. I'll tell you, if they were making a and God of like War... like Pedro Pascal, so it's just one of those like, Ugh, don't, don't. If you were making a God
1: of War TV show that accounted for what happened between the original trilogy and the reboot, I'd totally watch that. Like, I would be interested to see what Kratos did in between there.
0: I I, I am interested, but I, I, I just don't trust a television show to do any just... Like, The Witcher is the standout, not the norm, you know? It's the exception, of, not
1: the rule. And, and, and
0: yeah, the exception, not the norm. And, like, to be fair, that's kind of based on more off of a book, not the game. Yeah. So...
1: I mean, they could always get David Jaffe to come in and do the.
0: Oh God! It, it, it's like the twisted. Me- <laughs> don't make a twisted metal show. How is that going to be entertaining,
1: dude? I have to watch that just to watch uh, the train need- wreck that it's going to be because I know it's going to be car bad. crash.
0: Car crash is a more accurate statement, but yes.
1: Hey, congratulations! You're making jokes too. Mm. I'm proud of you,
0: but I'm not. I, I think these are all terrible ideas. I'm just—it's out of anger.
1: <laughs> all right, I know but- you know the answer to this next. This this next thing I'm going to move into the news story, Anthony. So you can't answer, but Ryan. If you had to pick right now, what you think the best-selling game of twenty twenty two is? What would you pick?
3: Ah, uh, Elden Ring. Just... But I already know. Oh,
0: you already knew, you, you son of a uh, bitch. <laughs> fun, fun fact: I didn't remember. Oh, I, I
1: think I think this shocks me more than anything because Pokemon came out this year. Pokemon. Like yeah, that's right. I remember This
3: conversation it's only on the Switch.
0: It is only on the Switch, but it's still fucking Pokemon. It's also a spinoff. It's still fucking Pokemon! (laughs) That doesn't matter. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, but Pokemon Ranger didn't set the world on fire. It's a spinoff. It's not a mainline series. You see returns with mainline games.
1: Elden Ring is the best-selling game in 2022, and it's the best-selling game in the past 12 months outside of Call of Duty Vanguard. And it's it's been out less than a month.
3: The hype is real, man.
1: The hype is real, and these games are no longer niche. Yeah, but
3: yeah, well, I mean, hasn't it has been niche for a while. Well, it hasn't. <laughs> just, I mean, it hasn't
1: been this ever.
3: The so the reality is a huge part of. So there, there's there's debate always, right? Not just in this community, but also in in other communities. I'll use professional wrestling as an example. Um, every now as and is then, as this tradition. You'll,
1: huh? <laughs> Sorry, I said
3: as this tradition. As this tradition, um, there's a um. So every – it seems like once a year at least, we have a situation in professional wrestling where one of the major companies gets mad at people posting GIFs or short videos of their content online in an unofficial way, right? And one of the companies gets mad, and they strike a whole bunch of stuff, and people end up losing their GIFs or their videos or whatever, and they forget that the most effective advertising in 2022 – are gifts and short videos on social media.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think Elden Ring proves that point more than just about anything else because I don't know if your guys social media is like this, but mine has been dominated by Elden Ring
1: oh, 100% for the last
3: yeah. 2 weeks, 3 weeks. It I mean it like it gives the impression that literally you are the only person in the world that isn't playing this game. I'm going um, to that way. This game that, is the
1: highlight of FOMO for sure. That
3: 100%. That builds a ton of height to the point where, despite the fact that the sequel to um, one of my favorite games, at least of the year it came out, and definitely of the console generation, uh, came out. And it, I, there's a part of me that is like, Man, should I just buy Elden Ring and play that now <laughs> and save Horizon for later?
1: Yeah. Um
2: Who the it, fuck because,
1: who the fuck working at Sony is like, let's release Horizon not once, but twice during the most talked about game in fucking forever.
3: I know. <laughs> I know. It's it drives me crazy. Um but um hey hey, at least Horizon got a sequel. Hopefully this one gets a sequel too. I'm sure it will. But, oh yeah. yeah. Uh it's it's sold well enough. But the um uh, yeah. I mean, it's the, the I'm not surprised at all that it's the best selling game because, like I said, I can't look anywhere without being hit over the head with Elden Ring. Um, it's crazy to me.
1: It just is. Yeah, like, I, like we've never, as long as we've been doing this show, and we've been doing this show so long that we have been here for the entire Souls fandom, the whole literally phenomenon. the
3: entire thing. Yeah,
1: yep. like we have never talked about one of these games being. One of the best selling games of all time Like no. I mean this this game is huge It's the biggest release outside of Call of Duty And we don't usually The games we're usually talking about for that Are Mario Kart uh, FIFA. uh NBA And Mortal Kombat was one of them Yeah, Like we've never right. talked about a From game In this context and that's why it's crazy to me
0: And did you see that they don't really Like they, their pay to work there sucks I saw that last night Oh, really? Like it's, from oh, software? yeah, apparently, yeah.
1: Well, Namco, we had a story a couple of weeks ago about Namco Bandai actually upping the salaries after the success of Elden Ring.
0: I'm sure they had to, because, like, the from my understanding, like, in the same city, uh, janitors get paid more.
1: I can tell you that uh, that team, boy, uh, Microsoft and Sony are probably banging their doors down right now about an exclusive game.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Well, Sony has the series, they just need a new game in that series.
1: Yeah, they have Bloodborne, but From mm-hmm. has kept continuously said that they're not interested in going back to Bloodborne. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a reason why Peppa Pig has a 4K 60 frames next-gen update and Bloodborne does not. Okay. Also, Peppa because Pig...
0: Peppa Pig is the shit. That's the what. Dark
1: Souls of...
0: Uh, I don't. I don't even know anything about Peppa Pig (laughs) other than it's from the UK. I really have no idea. I just know the memes.
1: Peppa Pig is the dark souls of pigs. There we
0: go. That's what we'll do.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy to me. You know, kudos to Miyazaki and his team. Like they've never, they've never bowed to anybody. Like they just make the fucking games they want to make, and I respect that. I do. I still think they would benefit from the accessibility stuff, but. Hey man, your game is good. I'm glad to see... I will be very interested to see if they made an Elden Ring 2 if it would sell as much because I wonder how many of the people that bought it like, got to the Tree Sentinel and was like oh, fuck this game.
0: Yeah, I wonder how many people bought it because they saw 10 out of 10s. Oh, this is the game of a generation!
1: And then the first dude out in the open world riding a horse just one-shots the
0: fuck out of you. Yeah. I listen I I know better but like that this is where my issue comes in you can't have this big conversation about this is one of the greatest games ever and then tell people they shouldn't play it
1: yeah no you can't right
0: so you invited the difficulty conversation in so if you don't like it too bad
1: yeah Exactly and and that's you know While I've clicked with this game more than I've clicked With any of their games since Bloodborne I still 100% Will champion that like you You cannot Sit here and say everybody should Play this when literally not Everybody can play this game Like not, not Just accessibility wise but Like difficulty wise like some people just Cannot play. and don't get good Does not work for everybody okay I know you're Cool you're you're so fucking red, you're like those console guys that you know can't stop talking about the other console. We get it, but not everybody is is in that boat. So. But anyway, the last set of announce the last set of news that I have is totally from the state of play that Sony had. Uh I believe it was on Wednesday. It was about twenty minutes. It was supposedly mostly focused on Japanese uh developers. Um so we'll kind of run through this. The first thing they showed was the ultimate fucking troll. So it was a new game from Capcom, there were dinosaurs in it, there's a character in the game that looks like Regina, but guess what, it's not Dino Crisis. Yeah. It's called Exo Primal. Um hmm. it's coming to everything, so it's not an exclusive. Yeah, well. But it is a Did you do this mistake? It is it is a co-op dinosaur shooter.
0: Hold on, this is somebody's response to it, and I'm just gonna post it in chat. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Uh, this is a new game. It's co op, and this is the fucking picture that was underneath.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Hey.
0: Thanks, just. Take me out Thanks
1: Capcom for not only making a game That a lot of people won't be interested in But also for basically just trolling The fuck out of the Dino Crisis community I mean you all saw the character Right that looks dead on Regina Like she looks Just like Regina from Dino Crisis
3: I really know almost nothing about Dino Crisis. So. Okay,
1: well, I mean, I'm sure you've seen like the main character, right? She's got the bob haircut. The oh, is that ad- the
3: main character? Yeah, that's yeah. the
1: main character. Like, there's a character in this trailer that looks exactly like her. Like, down to the fingerless gloves, man. <laughs> it, uh, like I said on Twitter, it makes me feel like this was a Dino Crisis game at one point, and Capcom was like, well, Dino Crisis won't sell as much as a cooperative shooter. And I'm just like...
0: Stop ugh. with the co-op. Fucking nonsense shooters. Yeah, there's been
1: a lot of those lately. And... Most of them are bad. Well, not only that, but have you? can you name one that really took off? Dude, there yeah, was Yeah, the last
0: a... one I can think of was Left 4 Dead
1: Dude, too. there was already a dinosaur shooter that, that launched this year into early access,
0: and guess what?
2: Everybody I, I forgot about I, it. I don't, I don't...
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, fucking Generation Zero was the last one I played, and that was fucking bad. Dude,
1: Back for Blood was the most high-profile one, and granted, it did get 10 million players, but it was
0: also on Game Pass. And from the sounds of it, no one's playing it anymore. No, no. And people. I'm not saying that to the people that do play it, but I mean, like...
1: Hey, if you enjoy a game, nah, you enjoy a game, that's fine, but I know everybody I know
0: that played that game
1: fell off, bounced of like off in eight. a week.
0: Yeah. So...
1: Alright, more announcements from that We had JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R
0: Is this just a fighting game?
1: Yes, and this is like Like the All-Star, it's got like 50 characters or some shit in it
0: Yeah, I don't know, they all look the same To me, like the, the style is very
1: I mean it's very JoJo Interesting,
0: but yeah, like to me it's like I don't know the show, so like
1: Dude, I have no They're plan. all
0: hyper-stylized characters that have powers.
1: So basically they have what's called a stand.
0: I know, I know. They're in... called stands. I just I didn't want to get too much into it because I really don't know much past the only, that. They're, the named only... after, they're named after music. I, all I remember is that they couldn't... Uh, the guy blatantly says in Japanese, red hot chili peppers. is one of the stands, I think. I a mean... uh, red hot chili pepper... And when you watch the official like translation of it on the in the text, it says like spicy peppers. It says like it, it
1: says Anthony Kiedis much. and Flea with socks on their dicks.
0: Hey, uh... <laughs> give it away! Give it away! Give it away! Give away, give um, so he dances without. He dances without moving his upper torso. The only, the
1: only, like my literal knowledge of JoJo is the fighting games. Like that's all I know about him. I've never seen the show. Roundabout,
0: I've never read the comics. The, the use of yeses roundabout is one that I know of. Um, uh, it was you. It was me, Dio. Uh, or it was you, Dio, whatever, Dio. I know Dio, and then holy diva. I mean, that's what it's a reference to. Um, like a
1: rainbow
0: and, in the dark. and I know the the <laughs> meme where like it's the comic panel of the guy walking. Oh, uh, that's the the music that's like no,
1: that's
0: that's that's yes's roundabout. Well, that's, that's what the, I'm saying. It's like to that'd... be to be continued. No, no, this is this is from like, like the actual comic of uh, the guy walking. You see behind him. It's a very weird shot, so it's like a very specific shot, and people have drawn over that a bunch of times. That's all I know. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, maybe you'll play JoJo's Battle All Star R
0: for review. Yeah, I don't know any of these characters. The fighting's good. Seven out of ten. There you go. Well,
1: it's Bandai Namco, so we'll see. Ah, uh, Returnal. I'm sure be fine. Uh, yeah, Returnal is getting a DLC as well as a co op mode. Anybody care? I don't
0: nope. I have a PS5. So. i was gonna say Anthony,
1: the PS5. Did you even play it, Ryan? No. Okay.
3: No, that game does not seem like my type of game.
1: It's a good game. I just wish it was linear. That would I think I would have enjoyed it more. Uh, but, uh square had a couple of new game announcements. They announced The Diofield Chronicle. Is that how you say it? The Diofield Dio-
0: a... Um my turn now. What? The Diofield, Diofield Chronicle? I don't know how to pronounce it, but that oh seems right. That was also a troll, uh, Dio, in case you didn't Dio notice. Dio Field's how it looks, right? Because it's capitalized <laughs> it on the D and the F.
1: It looks like a Ronnie James Dio Field.
0: Yeah. Uh, what the fuck am I
1: looking at?
2: Like a rainbow in the dark.
1: So that I felt like that trailer was a troll, too, because it was like... It looks almost like Final Fantasy Tactics,
0: but it's not right. Final Fantasy it's Tactics. It's clearly not. No, it reminds me... Not super like close, but it reminds me. Does anybody remember the weird Final Fantasy XII sequel on the DS, *Revenant Wings*? Holy no. shit,
1: that was a that was a deep cut. No, I don't remember okay, that. <laughs> so, for
0: some reason, it was this weird real-time strategy sequel, and they ended up the same team that did that ended up doing, um. Blue Dragon Plus, which was a remake of Blue Dragon in the same engine. I do remember in the like, Blue
1: Dragon uh, 3DS because games. There's a, yeah. Well,
0: there's there, there's two Blue Dragon DS games. There's Blue Dragon Plus, which is like Revenant Wings, and then there was Man, I feel, Awakened I feel Shadow. Like, I feel Give like we're second. going full circle here because yeah. Ronnie James Dio um,
1: did the song for Blue Dragon.
0: No, he didn't. Uh, I thought he did. I thought he did no, the song no, for that. The, the you're thinking the, the battle chicken steak. The chicken steak song.
2: Wasn't uh, that Dio?
0: Give me a second. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of the singer from Deep Purple.
1: You might be right.
0: Because I thought... he's the one that does. The, he's the one that does the singer. A uh, song for um, the battle. Uh, Eternity. Yeah, That's the chicken song steak. I'm thinking
1: of. We got chicken steak, man? Yeah, Ian
0: Gillen, yeah. Okay, Ian sorry, sorry. Thing. Close, yeah. but Anyways. no cigar. So, so long and short of it, though, is, like, that's what this reminds me of. It's that weird, like, not full, like, like, a weird mix of real-time strategy and stuff. It's also got a very weird art style, so it all looks like Final Fantasy shit. Until you see the enemies, and the enemies don't look like a Final Fantasy enemy to me. And it's got, like, this weird, like, moving pieces on a map, but then it's also... This is really fucking weird, and they're they're not they're introducing real time tactical battle RTTB, a new deeply strategic real time battle system. Okay, okay,
2: okay. Uh, I don't
0: know. This game this game looks like the same thing when I looked at that Revenant Wings game. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. When I'm not playing this.
1: Well, if, if that's not your jam, Square also announced Valkyrie Elysium. Which is the new game in the Valkyrie series?
0: Ah, uh, does it play like? Any it, of dude, these? it's like
1: a third person. It looks like a generic ass third person action game.
0: Yeah, so it's not really Valkyrie. By the profile. way, Diofield
1: Chronicles not exclusive. Valkyrie Elysium exclusive. We have to. We have to make sure we. That.
0: Uh-huh. well then I don't have to worry about it.
1: Okay, so that's all. Oh wait. There was one more announcement that wasn't based on Japanese developers, which was the fucking star of the fucking state of play, and that's the TMNT Cowabunga Collection. Yeah, let's talk about what's in this collection. This might be the greatest collection of all time. I'm not gonna lie, I feel good. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time, the arcade game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game from the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, The Manhattan Project from the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters from the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, Super Nintendo. Tournament Fighters, Super Nintendo. Hyperstone Heist, Sega Genesis. Tournament Fighter, Sega Genesis. Fall of the Foot Clan for the Game Boy. Back from the Sewers for the Game Boy and Radical Rescue from the Game Boy. This collection is 40 bucks and will be out this year for Earth thing.
0: Yeah, that's uh <sighs> and it's Digital Eclipse. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, there's really not much else you can ask for, really.
1: Got online. Like, what's missing? It's got what's, online What's missing? Uh, also the Japanese versions are also in here. Online for Turtles in Time Arcade, Hyperstone Heist And Tournament Fighters As well as quality of life uh, Updates Including a museum um, Comics and other historic TMNT media compiled Never before seen development art sketches Game design material Man just so, so much So much in this collection It's perfect It's $40 I will buy it so hard. So hard.
0: I I mean but what's really awesome is that you get like all three official versions of the TMNT uh Turtles in Time soundtrack because you get <laughs> you get the arcade version which is the original, then you get the Super Nintendo version, and then all those tracks are remixed in <laughs> Hyperstone Heist. And that might be one of the best game soundtracks ever made. Oh, man, I can't. Oh, fuck.
1: I cannot wait to play this. Hopefully, is it? I don't know if they said if it was more than one player online, but we all need to do a playthrough. Fucking Turtles in Time. Love that game. Yeah, we need to do that. That game, so good. So good. This collection, so good. All right, that's all the news I got. Unless you got anything else, Anthony, I'm going to move over to the emails. Shit. All right. Uh, the first email comes from Blue Skies and is titled "Switch Got Some splaining to Do." Uh, hello, all. Just a quick message about a couple interesting Switch releases. Uh, and I can already hear Anthony getting his keyboard ready. I didn't hear you mention a couple of questionable releases the last few weeks. One came out on two seventeen called "Inside Her
0: Bedroom." Obviously, the title you get is... put on a list. You get put on a list on that. Oh, on that one, I'm not even searching that up. That's just weird. Like, that's just an unnecessary. Like, at least all the other ones that don't bury the uh, lead is like not creepy. That, like, I guess in the wording, like that one's just sounds creepy. Uh, what is it, a stealth game,
1: obviously, the title <laughs> is quite R-rated. Uh, like unusual. Like usual, the girl characters in these types of games, they are scantily dressed. Um, the other game that came out Friday called Secret Kiss Sweet and Tender. Hmm. Well, it's a student teacher loving on her student. Oh, wow. God. And, of course, both dressed provocatively uh, and voluptuous. All right.
0: I, I'm not blaming this, this the person writing in, clearly. Um, I'm just saying this to, if the possibility gets back to the developer, which probably won't, but whatever. Um, that's illegal! (laughs) Like, that is not cool. I don't give a shit if it's a female teacher and a a male student. It's fucking illegal. And wrong. Like, on every level. That's just fucking weird. Um, ugh. So
1: I know this crap shows up all the time, but how has this not been called out from the media or parents? Personally, I don't care. Boobs, good. But it's amazing that a news outlet hasn't run with this. It's a kid's system, after all. Dude, I don't know. I I think the eShop is just a a minefield of crap and just... Ugh.
0: So so here's the... I mean, yes, the eShop liked uh, Steam before it, which Steam is still bad, but, like, I follow a Steam bot on Twitter that shows you everything that's uploaded, and, like, yeah, most of it's not great. Um, you're like, oh, okay, alright, like, this is kind of low effort, maybe it's somebody's first game, I don't know, I'm not gonna criticize too much, but... It's not as much as you think. Now, that's probably died down because now the Switch just accepts basically anything. And it's funny because, like, if you uh, read up on the guy who made Retro City Rampage and his story about having to get what he had to do to get Nintendo to recognize Retro City Rampage so he could put it on the Wii. It was absurd. He had to have an office. Like, it couldn't be a home address. It needed to be a business space and stuff so it's kind of absurd that it's kind of gone down that way um, the reason why you don't hear people talk about it I think is partially because like the more you bring attention to it it's going to have more people potentially buy it um, let's be honest Like, did everybody go out and try to buy the Popeye game right away? Probably not but as soon as word got out that it was terrible people started buying it
2: That's how it works. Um,
0: it's, It's this weird thing where it's like the worst games of all time can sell because they have notoriety and not because they're actually good. Like, the fact that Bubsy 3D is worth something is because that it's notoriously a terrible game. So, it's... Probably partially that. I also don't think it would get clicks, which is probably the reason why media sites don't cover it. Um you know, they their business is getting traffic. And is we have a problem on the eShop, which let's be honest, nope no not it's not gonna be addressed by writing an article. Um it, like is that gonna bring in clicks? Probably not. Um and I'm not I'm not shitting on On sites that do that but like That's how things are chosen Like um As unfortunate as May be that that's reality Of why Kotaku Runs certain articles they know That even if you're outraged you're going To click on it and that's A view and that's what they need to make Money and stay afloat Um so that's probably part of the reason Why as well um But at the end of the day I think it's just easier To ignore them And your parental controls, if you're handing a Switch to a kid, should filter that out. But at the same time, I wouldn't hand a Switch where you can buy, like, I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to have anything, um, graphic detail on the Switch shop. Like, from the, um, screenshots, that is. And, like, are you handing a kid a console with your credit card saved inside of it? I would hope not. Like, at some point, parents have to do the job, too. Um, Otherwise, like, we're back to Tipper Gore stuff of, like, we can't (laughs) have the children listen to this. (laughs) She's the reason, hey, she's the reason why you still see that parental advisory sticker on uh, albums. And, of course, now it's a badge of honor. Totally didn't work in her favor. But, uh, you know, like, that's the reason why we have the ESRB is, like, a bunch of people didn't want a parent blamed... Video games for their lack of parenting, as if they, because they're why, how should I be held responsible for what my children play and watch? Well, if you bought it for them, you gave over the money. I don't know what you were expecting when you handed over money for Mortal Kombat, but that's on you. Mortal like, Kombat, you sound yeah. like
1: Samwise Gamgee there. You're well, like, fucking Mortal, Mortal, Mortal. Mortal Kombat,
0: it's called Mortal Kombat. What'd you expect? Like, I really am questioning that to this day of, like, what the fuck did you think? Grand Theft Auto. I thought this was going to be a game about being a good Christian. Like, are you out of your fucking mind?
1: <laughs> that's is, that's not what it's so
0: about? It's, like, it's just this stupid thing. So, like, yeah, I understand, like, having these games on the, the shop, not only for most of it being complete shit and just litter, essentially, um, is annoying. At the same time, it's like, I... Nintendo, Nintendo and anything Nintendo brands, yeah, they're for kids, but, like, you know, there's an ESRB rating if you go to the shop. They'll say mature or teen. And there's an ESRB sh- on the eShop as well. And there's parental controls. Like, they can only walk you so far before, like, the parent has to step in and actually do their job. And I get it. Things fall through the cracks. It sucks. <laughs> um, I bet they do. But, like, I, I as much as I hate these games, uh, there's clearly an audience. Otherwise, you wouldn't still see them.
1: Oh, yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of horny people out there.
0: And, well, that plus, like, you know, they drop it on sale. If Somebody picks it up. Hey, that's money in their bag. Like, they don't give a shit. All right. They're, like, you know, so, second mess.
1: Second part of his email, he says, Also, isn't it strange that Elden Ring got so many 10 out of 10s? Well, they told them all not to account for the poor frame rate as it would be addressed with a day one patch. Isn't that a bit shady? Also, a lot of new players bought the game thinking a 10 out of 10 game should be enjoyed by all. Well, the media sites all gave the game to the Resident Souls experts frothing at the mouth. Of course they would give it a 10 out of 10. They should have two people review the game. Also a casual gamer. I guarantee the game would get a 6 out of 10 from casuals new to the genre. Maybe a 7 out of 10. So again, it's all a bit deceptive. It's still a good game, but I suck at Souls games, but I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. So far, about 8 hours or so in, but maybe I would give it an 8.
0: You know who used to do, like, people, like, first of all, they don't pay writers enough, and there's just not enough time, and with how many games there are, um, like, to pay people to review the same game. Just not happening. Um, EGM used to have people review the same game. They'd have, like, four reviews for the same game. But, like, EGM doesn't exist anymore. Because it's just not a thing you can feasibly do. I I, I agree. But at the same time, like, if you hand it to a noob, they're going to get crucified because how dare you give this game a six. Right? So you give it to your Souls guy because, like, as much as clicks are good, no one needs threats on their life. You know? And unfortunately, mm-hmm. video games invites babies that want to send death threats to people uh into their ranks. Um so uh yeah, and plus like knowing what it's going to be, would you not want someone that can compare it for the audience that's clearly going to want to have interest in this? I, 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 I see the I see the positives and negatives for both. I think Partially is just like here I'm going to hand it to the Souls person because they're going to be able to actually get Through the game on time
1: That's what I did I gave it to Jay yeah. because well Jay made the most sense
2: Yeah
0: I get Earth Defense Force because <laughs> I signed up for that shit Apparently I'm waiting for the next one At this point this should be yearly come on Boys I need some more insect shooting It's the same like the last one Alright uh, uh, Yeah.
1: Next email comes from Antonio he says, sup guys, still obsessed with Elden Ring. I'm about 70 hours in and level 81.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, that's actually low for most people I've seen online. No,
0: it, it's just, I, I cannot imagine spending that much time with those games, that's all.
1: Uh, GT7 gets played while I listen to podcasts and Horizon. Uh, unfortunately, got put on the back burner ever since Elden came out. I would say I'm shocked that people expected more out of that state of play, but I'd be lying. Sony said what it was about and how long Which were big clues as to what wasn't Going to be in it however that game Announcement by Capcom was just flat Out cruel <laughs> uh, In other news I'll be 36 on Tuesday my mom texted Congratulations yeah you you made it to 36 Level 36 uh, My mom texts me every year Asking do I want a cake which I never Do I'm not even a big fan of cakes especially Icing god damn man Gotta get a cake every year with a big old flour icing on it. It's fucking
0: delicious. Gotta get an ice cream cake. Ice oh, cream like cake. like whipped cake. icing, so. Yeah. Ice, cream, ice cream cake is like a lie that we tell ourselves. It's cake, but really it's not. It's just like some real dope-ass ice cream, and whatever the fuck that chocolate stuff is. Oh, it's so good. You know that hard chocolate stuff that yep. they make? Ice cream? Oh, yeah, it's so good. That's sh- that Every now and amazing. then I also like to go oh.
1: for a cookie cake. Cookie
0: cakes are pretty good Cookie cakes are good too Again lies we tell ourselves That oh yeah this is a cake It's not a cake
1: It's a big ass fucking cookie Um, Speaking of food I've also eaten five servings Of nacho fries last week I am obsessed and scared To make some at home In fear of going crazy with it I'll probably eat some more On my birthday
0: Uh, Is nacho fries from someone? Taco Bell Ah okay
1: They bring them back They're kind of like the McRib They come back like Once a year
0: what makes them not? Nach- are they fries with like they've nacho- got like nacho seasoning?
1: Nacho seasoning on it. Um, they're really fucking good. Okay, <laughs> I cheese to-, to dip them in. Yep, nacho cheese. Okay, this
0: makes sense to me. I understand now. I just was like, uh, uh is this actual fries? Or are we like doing something weird with tortilla shells? Okay, no, no,
1: nacho fries are the fucking bomb. I'm disappointed that I have not got them. Um, yet they just came back. Um, hold on, Anthony. I'm getting you a picture, so you can so you can see the the glory.
0: I'm sure if I just typed in nacho fries, I got it. They are pretty good.
1: Um, but normally when they bring them back, I'll get them. My son loves I'm them. I'm seeing them, them right
0: now. You don't even have to send that picture. It's already
1: sending. So whatever.
0: Oh wow. Well, when your dial up finishes, let me know. Oh,
1: you you gonna talk shit about my internet there, Mister? Yep. You couldn't even be on the show a couple weeks ago.
0: Your hey, listen. I, I, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I w- I fucking did my my due diligence as I stumble on that word. Fuck off.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm disappointed. I haven't got my nuts. I was gonna get some yesterday, and then I decided I want a pizza instead. So, and then today I I literally just clicked um complete my order on an order of five guys being delivered through DoorDash. So that's on its way. Watch my little driver make his way to my house. Just make fucking burgers at home.
2: It's, I like making burgers at home.
1: I do. It's just ground beef! But sometimes I don't feel like cooking, Anthony. You know?
0: I'm busy. I got shit to do. It's easier for me to click You're a busy. Couple buttons. We just did a... We're on the, close to the end of a two-hour podcast. You're not that busy. You want either.
1: me to be cooking dinner on the podcast? Absolutely.
0: It... You know what, <laughs> everybody? If you want to hear
1: Ken cook on the podcast, send him a message on Twitter. I'm going to order me some beef and some uh, you know my wife actually, oh, I want to hear that sizzle in the background the whole time. My my wife actually like learned the recipe for nacho fries and she made them at home a couple of times. They were really fucking good. Mm. I love nacho fries. You know you know what's really good is you get yourself a couple orders of nacho fries, you open up whatever taco or burrito that you got and shove them in there. Oh. Oh, that's some good shit right there. Kind of like a nacho potato burrito. Fucking delicious.
0: Did. Sidetrack, side because I just opened up Facebook while you were gushing about fries. Mm. Um, Did that El Shaddai remaster ever appear, or was it just PC? It's only PC, but it's out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came yeah, out, right. but
1: it was only on PC.
0: Cause El Shaddai on PS3, not new, just complete in box. Uh, local local store is selling it for eighty four ninety nine Canadian.
1: I have a copy of it on okay. three sixty.
0: Yeah, I have I have a copy of it too. I just couldn't believe that it's eighty four ninety nine. I think I paid thirty for mine.
1: I it's so funny what people will pay for physical copies of games to me. I'm just like, dude, I can. I can just play that. It reminds me of the AVGN episode where they're they're pining over the Nintendo World Championships cart, and then like the AVGN's like, "This is just fucking Mario and Rad Racer and Tetris. I could buy like twelve copies of these for the price of this one cartridge."
0: Yeah. Was does is Pat the NES punk in that episode? Yeah, that's when because yeah, he's like, it's his cartridge."
1: Out. Yeah, it's his cartridge, and then the nerd gets a gold one, and then they're like playing for it, and he's like, "That's, what? It, that's...
0: Pretty sure that's Pat's as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, but then they smash him at the end of the episode, which I thought was oh. hilarious. But no, like, I just don't I, understand yeah. it. Like, I see people paying obscene amounts of money for a game that I own digitally that I can just go
0: play. Well, with the 3DS closing, that same shop got a copy of Yokai Watch 3, which is, like, apparently a very low print run. And... What was it? Sorry, uh, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, no, there's there's
1: no video game that's worth one hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Uh, Fatal Frame Two. Nope. How about that for a hundred? Nope. How about Billy Hatcher and the giant egg for a hundred? Hey, I love me some Ugh. Billy Hatcher, but I ain't paying hundred fifty. Oh, yeah, that's the the price of this what set me off there. Yeah, I yeah. just can't believe how much games have gone up. Sorry, I, sorry, I really diverted this and just conversation. You
1: moved off the food, Anthony. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, I wasn't wrong intentionally. It was
0: just literally like <laughs> I was dumbstruck by the cost of El Shaddai.
1: We only get to talk about nacho fries like two or three times a year. I'm sorry
0: for ruining the holiday.
1: You did. It is a holiday, <laughs> Nacho Fried Sunday, is what it is. Um, I'm check Twitter again. I didn't have any tweets. No, I still don't have any tweets. That's all the emails that I have for this week. Um, pop, 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 Check out our new logos. Props to Anthony for creating two new logos. One free for each of the podcast. I didn't. You put uh, them I've together the old, I, put, and the I did put some
0: Yeah I put some stuff together Because like You needed a higher res one of Phoenix down And I was mm-hmm. like well I'll just Recreate it And went, Well if I'm going to recreate it I might as well just do something a bit new Um, it, It's still the old, It's still got the same elements Both of them But uh, they got a little bit new flair And they're, they're in a higher resolution Than the old ones Yep, I think so.
1: that was the biggest part of it. Is like a lot of our logos laying around out there were really low resolution because we built them when the standard was four hundred by four hundred. And not
0: What thousand? Yeah, or, it's 1,200 uh, hundred.
1: Twelve 1, hundred by twelve hundred now, or some ridiculously high 14, res.
0: Yeah, by fourteen. Yeah, so.
1: so. now those are out there, so you can check those out. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at n four g podcast. If you want to shoot us an email? It's podcasts at ztgd dot com. You can follow us on Twitter. Anthony's a complacent robot. Ryan is a wombatrp. I am at ztgd and the site is a ztgd content. Phoenix Down just finished Yakuza 4. It is out there. Also, our feeds are fixed. That was an Apple problem and I apologize. I had a lot of people reaching out to me saying, hey, why is the podcast not on iTunes? Apple fucked up last week. I don't know. Um. Some podcasts went through, some did not. I saw a couple people out there saying theirs hadn't gone, and then both of ours showed up. Uh, Phoenix Down was like almost a week late, but they did eventually get on the Apple feeds, so we're good there. They, they were on Spotify and Google and Audible and everything already, but Apple was just being a bitch. So, but
0: Think the now. next game is Control.
1: Yep, Control is up next. So. They'll be rocking through that one I am going I bought some govy lights For my TV Some immersion lights I have no idea and what they, that is They showed up today The box is sitting behind me I might try to set that up today so, Do these change your,
0: color with your television?
1: Yeah so like you put yeah. a camera uh, At the top of the TV And it looks at the screen And then it puts the lights behind it what's, Match what's on the screen Yep. Neat
3: and um, You're doing that on your OLED, Ken?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm terrified of setting that little camera on top. I don't know if you've ever—I'm sure you have, Ryan. But Anthony, I don't know if you've ever seen an OLED no. screen. It's like—I
0: no, uh, mean, yes, I have. But it's I'm a millimeter tame. thick. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm like terrified of putting a camera on it, but we're gonna try it. See what happens. But anyway, I think that's my—that might be my project today. My project yesterday. This is how nerdy I am. Was was replacing a. Uh, surge protector The one for my oh,
0: You're my, so cool Ken
1: My TV and my game systems was an old like 12 port and I needed more So I bought a big ass monster 22 AC port With 6 USB ports Nice I hooked that some bitch up Yeah I'm good now That thing is a beast and Then I bought uh, I got a new wireless controller for the 360 So I was playing some golden axe beast rider yesterday
2: oh
0: oh <laughs> i don't know it was a game but you can't you you always go no the fucking um uh, fucking internal champions is, is a good game shut up no i you, never said golden it was a good a- game i said i you enjoy have, it you absolutely liar you've said it's a good game and <laughs> well that's a lie i I'm 99% sure You have said it's a good game And I'm like it is not And then you'll be like well I enjoy it
1: (laughs) That's the the, the, I also played the IR Fucking Golden
0: Axe Golden Axe is one of the worst Beast Rider is one of the worst fucking games
1: I need to figure out what I'm going to check out today Because like I, I pulled out all of my discs And I'm like looking Is this your
0: 360 that you were thinking about getting an E, but then you're like, ah, oh, it's too much money?
1: Yeah, I'm still ro- okay. rocking the 320 um, fucking glossy one.
0: Yeah, the glossy ones are still okay, aren't they?
1: It's fine. It's just... I don't know. It's really loud, and it gets really hot, so...
0: Oh, really? I, I thought that was an issue that was solved with that one. Yeah, the E doesn't make a lot of noise, or... Uh, but, I mean, the E's also aren't nearly as old as the... I call it the Jet Fighter model, because I don't know what model it I is, looked actually...
1: I looked into taking it apart to clean it, because I'm sure part of it is my, the dust that's Bam. just caked in there, but like, taking one of these apart is a giant fucking mess. Yeah. So,
3: I I had to take uh, my dad's apart, and it was, yeah, a real mess.
1: Yeah, like, you have to get like, special prying tools and shit to pop off yep. the bottom. Oh, man, I watched a video uh, on it. Oh, similar
0: to the Probably similar to the tools I used to replace windshields.
1: Yeah, no, I was like, you know what? It can just be loud. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. So,
0: I, I think I've told the story, but like the last, so I had an original or the arcade model, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I've given it away since. It was like the first thing I bought it was my first paycheck ever. Um, and I was playing Alan Wake and the whole room was so hot. The entire time because of Alan Wake, like it just the the brick that came on the plug was giving off way too much heat. The 360 itself was just giving off way too much heat. I remember like sweating playing that game because of how hot it was, and I was like, I just need to end because I can't have this running anymore. You have
1: no idea how much I appreciate like the Series X and and the PS5. They're whisper quiet. so
0: uh, but so uh, the. Series E I have is nice and quiet and like makes I don't think any noise let's and be fair, doesn't give off any heat.
1: Yeah, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Xbox was quiet last gen. PlayStation Four, no, that thing was
0: mine makes noise but not not a lot. It, well, it you takes, also don't play the Last games. of Us. <laughs> no, that's true.
1: <laughs> Dude, when I played Last of Us on PS4, holy shit. That thing literally sounded like a jet engine. Oof. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig through my collection. Mostly, I'm just like going back and checking out. I checked out Ridge Racer Unbounded yesterday too. I was just checking out games that aren't back and pat that I haven't played in a while. And that's really all I'm doing. I'm, you know, I did Splatterhouse a few weeks ago. I just, want to, I just want to go back to some of these old games, and again appreciate how games today are locked at Blue sixty Dragon. and s- s- low Blue 60.
0: Dragon ten. Blue Dragon's back compat. About... I played it. I did oh, Phoenix true, Down yeah. for Blue Dragon. No, I forgot it was back and pat. Yeah, uh, I class. did Phoenix Down's Blue Dragon. That's one of the Phoenix yeah, I'm, Downs I'm I was on. I'm looking at my wall, and it's the first thing that stuck out because, like, we got uh, chicken
2: steak now.
0: Uh, let's see. Black Site Area 51. Ken. I own it. I own it. I can play um, it. Uh, Bomberman. Whatever that Act that's Zero? Terrible. Bomberman. Act yeah. Zero. I have Act, Act zero. Z- zero. I have a copy of that. Uh, get some. Chronicles of Riddick. I own that, but. Clash of the Titans.
1: Uh I don't own that one.
0: No, that's a shame, Ken. No, it's really not a shame. It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking at my weird wall of stuff. I picked up some of it for Phoenix down, just in case we did it. Do you strike the month of, or the year of bad games? Oh, um, yeah, I
1: have a ton of stuff I need to kind of go back and check out.
0: Yeah, no, so do I. I have uh, both of the Transformers Cybertron games on 360.
1: Uh, yeah, those, those never are played in... the second one. It's okay. It's not as good as the first. one The first one's the the best one. And then they also did that movie tie-in. Um,
0: Rise of the Dark Spark. That's actually yeah. a very hard game to find.
1: Uh, I have that. I have all three of those games.
0: That's uh, hard to find. I bought a copy on PS3 for next to nothing, and it was in rough quality. Uh, but the yeah. disc is fine. Yeah, and, no, I just um, have discs. So. But like the, the, like the PS4 version of that is super expensive because Activision ended up losing the rights or whatever shortly after, right? Yeah, I saw uh, it no, digitally. sorry, they did Devastation. Yeah, they 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 sorry, they did Devastation and then they lost rights to that. Um and well, they lost the rights Transformers to
1: license to... now.
0: Uh the last time the last game came out was Battlegrounds. Yeah, which is like some game mill. Yeah. They make something like them, that. Like Give me a second. Games. I'm looking it up. I want to know Um outright games oh
1: yeah they do not make good games
0: outright games uh let me just quickly
1: they make all those streamer games you remember the the, yeah yeah oh
0: the the Tube Racer game that drew talked about uh they made crayola scoot ken that game is not bad uh they also did dreamworks or published i should say crayola scoot um climax made that uh Climax also made Dreamworks Dragons Dawn of New Riders, which I think is pretty good. That's the Zelda like game. Um they published that Ice Age game that was very weird and random. It was fine. But yeah, Race with Ryan is them. Ugh. That Zoid's game is them. Um, apparently Troll Hunters is them too, which makes sense. Wow, there's a lot of crap. They don't do the streamers one, they do the Ryan stuff
1: I thought they did the streamers one
0: No, that Oh, that's the same people that did Speed 3 Grand Mm. Prix, I'm pretty sure Yeah, that terrible fucking (sighs) Lion Castle Entertainment, I'm pretty sure Oh yeah, Lion Castle,
1: yeah Like nothing they've uh, ever put out's been good
0: Taxi chaos was them, yeah. Um, um, I, you're talking the one that that Drew did, right?
1: Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's like, uh, it's like a it's like you're riding <laughs> on inner tubes or something.
0: Yeah,
1: I can't streamer remember. tubing is what I call it.
3: Oh yeah, streamer I remember
1: tub- that. Dude, we need tubing. We need a we need next gen tubing. Something slides. Star slides, wasn't it?
0: Star slides. That's okay. it. Yeah. Ooh, slide stars That's what it's called Slide, slide stars, Star. slide stars. Okay. Yeah. Same thing yeah. They should make a White
1: Castle version Call it slider stars
3: Yeah there you go And we've been talking about Taco Bell and uh, White Castle on this podcast now
1: Hey I had Man, to mention five to guys have I got five guys castle. on the way Just go make uh, a burger, or anything
3: People always be like Sh- can, You guys uh, talk too much about food Well can, it's noon
0: Yeah I we start to, at
3: noon well, it's not new now, but
0: I can yeah. fuck off. So five guys, they make cheap, quick burgers, <laughs> Ken, fuck off. and you're like, nah, "It should be the title of this podcast." The, yeah, <laughs> and you're We're... like, "I'm gonna get it from Five Guys," and uh, Five Guys burgers are literally just ground beef grilled and then put in a bun. Mmm, delicious. Just really grill ground beef at home. I do sometimes. It's delicious as yeah, well. Yeah, it's the exact same shit.
1: You don't have to pay as much. Yeah, sometimes I, just play, I pay for convenience, Anthony.
0: And then same. you pay for more convenience when they drive to your house.
1: You're right. I'm watching the guy drive to my house right now. He's almost here, so we got to wrap this show up so I can go enjoy oh, my five dollars No, bags. I want to hold you
0: up so you can't enjoy Anyway, you your five that's bags, all we got cool. for
1: this week. Blah, 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 blah,
0: blah. <laughs> I hope there's fry sweat in the bag.
1: <laughs> oh, there absolutely will be. It's going to taste so uh. Anyway, that's it. Let's get both of We're gonna get here. Peace, bitch. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. ba fail. Welcome
2: to the N4G pod. Me,
1: Mario. Zero dollars. This is going to be an interesting episode. Gather
3: time. Greetings, program. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground n 4 t radio lair. Yeah. the <laughs>
2: You're Wolverine! Play games, not hot No bad boys allowed! And then I I
3: killed the dragon. Really? I I killed the the dragon.